This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the MBSP, the most valuable sports podcast. Brandon Worth here, joined, as always, by my co-host, Joe Nagy. What's happening, Joe? Pretty good. Sunday night, going to be releasing the show Monday. Very excited. March Madness out. Very long anticipated March Madness episode, too, so very excited. Of course. And joined with us, our friend from the show, Mikes and Takes, all known as Jarrett Bones. Barrett, how are we doing today, man? I am doing excellent. A lot of controversy, I guess you could maybe say, about this bracket, of course. Um, COVID-19 season. Not an asterisk. Shouldn't be placed on this bracket, but uh, definitely some uh, unexpected results. But I'm excited to dive in and make our bracket officially for the show. Absolutely. And, of course, it's March, and you know what that means. It's time for madness in college basketball, as you've probably seen from our title today. The bracket time is here bracketology today we are filling out our brackets giving you guys our insight on the 2021 ncaa college basketball tournament as well as who we think will make it to the final four and take home the chip after this crazy covid season but boys i think what we'll do we'll start with the round of 64 and we'll all make our picks um we'll probably go one at a time you can fill out your round and then we'll we'll do it kind of alternate style uh, and then we'll end up in the final four to the national championship to see who comes out on top. Uh, who would like to go first? Which region are we starting in? Like west or south or what? You can go whatever direction you'd want. West, right. east, I south, guess so. midwest. Why don't we why don't we do you got are we just gonna do game by game? I'm assuming that's how it's, it's yeah. working. Yes, yeah, so we'll go yes. game by game. Okay. All right. Why don't we just start at the we can start at the west, Joe? All right, I'll go first. Okay, start in the West. So yeah. uh, you got Gonzaga, and then you got the playing game of Norfolk versus App State. Um, I think it's a pretty easy choice. Gonna go Gonzaga. I don't think there's gonna be much debate. There. Why do you hesitate so long? <laughs> yeah, why do you hesitate? <laughs> I don't know. I okay i'm gonna have to agree with with joe of course we'll we'll leave time to talk about other maybe more contentious picks um i i mean i've never been a, a big gonzaga fan i think they don't play very hard competition Save but nevertheless me. i think they're going to play or they're going to get past norfolk or appalachian state so um gonzaga is going to move on to me or for me in that game yeah i mean regardless of schedule uh, Gonzaga, nation's best offensive team, 92 points per game for obvious reasons. They're one of the most efficient teams offensively. Uh, Coach Mark Few's got these guys at the top of the charts every single year. Uh, they should have no problem going on into the round of 32. Uh, next game, this one's tough. Oklahoma, Mizzou. Joe, who's moving on? Mm, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, eight and nine matchup, always the best ones to choose. Never know which way it's going to go. Uh, basically a 50-50 choice. I think I'm going to go with Oklahoma for the main reason that it's a toss-up. And I don't really – because it's, I feel like it's going to come to whoever shows up to play because most of the time with these 8-9 matchups, it's 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 just too close to call on the paper. You just really got to – basically when the game starts, that's when you got to make the call. 
All right. Yeah, and, and this is, I mean, you look at uh, both these teams here are, are pretty pretty even, I guess you could say, if you look at everything on paper, uh, like stat-wise. Um, I think Oklahoma was a team that started out really bad uh, at the start. I think I don't even think they won. I think they were 0-4, 0-3, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to go with Oklahoma. They have Austin Reeves. I've seen him play um, just sitting on – in my living room and watching uh, him play a couple of times. So he's their leading scorer. He's done a pretty decent job. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma and uh, they're going to prevail over Mizzou. Man, I thought somebody for sure was going to take Mizzou in this one, but I'm going to go round table sweep. I'm going to take the Sooners as well. Um, I know, I know Mizzou has a great backcourt. Xavier Pinson, Drew Smith, those guys can fill it. Uh, The problem for me with Mizzou is they don't shoot the three ball. Well, just a hair under 32% or just above 32%, excuse me, but still, either way, 32%, 33%, that's not that's not going to probably get it done in March. That's going to be our struggle point for them. Oklahoma plays great defense. They're going to probably give Mizzou tough time scoring the basketball, and Oklahoma can play with the best in the country, and they can put teams away. We've seen it when with West Virginia, Kansas, and Texas. I'll take the Sooners moving on to round 32. Next matchup, Creighton against USC or UCSB. California, Santa Barbara. Anybody pulling the Blue Jays going home in the first upset of the bracket? You know, I think I'm going to have to go with Creighton for the main reason that they, I think they started off really hot. Uh, They were basically just kind of tiptoeing the line of being in the top 25 and they kind of, you know, flirting with it a little bit. And then they kind of had a little bit of a slow spot in the middle of the season. And I think they've started to kind of turn around a little bit. They've had a little bit of a tough conference, but nonetheless, I, this could be an upset alert, to be honest. This one might have to watch out for that, but I'm going to have to go Creighton, uh, mainly just because, you know, higher seed. Wow. I mean, sticking the chalk, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me, Joe. I mean, <laughs> I play um, I'm going to go with the Gauchos. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to go with the Gauchos. Okay. Um, I have, I mean, I only reason, I don't have any, a, a ton of extensive knowledge with the Santa Barbara team, but I did watch, uh, their conference tournament, and um, I, I thought they played pretty decently. It seemed like a scrappy team. Uh, of course, the Big East is no joke. I mean, Creighton definitely has been one of those teams that have shot the three ball, uh, it seems like, every year uh, at a very high clip. So um, I'm still going to stick with the, the Santa Barbara team. I'll pick the the scrappiness, and uh, Creighton's going to get a little early bounce. And uh, I don't think I can be too wrong about uh, – I can't be, like, penalized because the 12-5 – to 5, Upset is, is, I think, one of the most those common more, yeah, ones. Yeah, those are one of the more common yeah, ones. Very common ones. So I'm going to go with UC Santa Barbara. And, uh, yeah, that'll be my first big upset, I guess you could say, for this bracket. Okay. Yeah, this one I think is definitely, um, I think, going to be definitely overlooked as far as a game that, um, if you if at first glance, I think a lot of people are going to say the Blue Jays, no question about it. But this U.S. B team is something something different. They are on an 18-1 run right now. They they've been playing very good basketball. Uh and I I don't like what I'm seeing from Creighton right now, so it really puts me on edge. The only thing I have against uh UC Santa Barbara is they haven't played a top 75 team yet and that just that just gets me a little bit urged and I just not not quite there yet to pick them. I'm going to go with Creighton but I would not be surprised if this game turns out in an upset. And I think Creighton's been on a little bit of a struggle right now. They have time, figure it out, figure out the shooting woes. They have one of the best players in the country, Marcus Zagorowski. He can get it done. They're going to be in good shape. 
I'm going to take the Blue Jays, but boy, this one's going to be an, a close one, in my opinion, at the end. You could probably see a 60, 60 to 60 game because both offenses could be pretty stagnant. Yeah. And I mean, they're pretty even, too, on the stat sheet. They've basically had the same kind of like production all throughout the season. It's basically, I mean, I, I said it once. I'm already going to. I'm going to probably keep on saying it's just going to be who shows up to play really because this is mm-hmm. March, March Madness just levels the playing field. Absolutely. So next game, number four seeded Cavaliers from Virginia against the 13 seed Bobcats from the University of Ohio. Who do we got in this game, fellas? Mm. Barrett, you're kind of moving around. You going to take the pick first? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will definitely uh, talk about this. Ohio was a team that, if, like, basically almost beat uh, Illinois, who won uh, won the championship. I know we're on Sunday. It's going to be released on Monday. Uh, yesterday, they won the, the Big Ten championship over Ohio State um, by a margin of three. But Ohio um, was a team that, you know, took Illinois the distance. Um, but I, I think the defense that Virginia – uh, you know, they have a, a pretty solid set of defense. I, I don't know if it's their rules or the type of players they have, but they um, at least have done a pretty decent job this year defensively um, compared to their national championship run that they had a couple of years ago. So um, they also play, uh, according to these stats and sabermetrics, they play a very slow pace of play, which is the absolute opposite of this Gonzaga squad that's uh, at the one seed here. But I'm going to go with Virginia. Uh, I, I think the the defense and the pace of plays they're gonna be able to basically kill clock here and uh i, I think they're gonna run away with this one i think i have to agree with you there bear i'll probably go virginia as well mainly because i just think dictating uh how the game goes is gonna be the big thing i think ohio already they're gonna be coming in as the i mean they already are the underdog but you know they were coming in this underdog when they faced illinois earlier i think that's gonna be the same thing here in virginia i feel like he just has a little bit more experience when it comes tournament time the coach there, he knows what he's doing already, and they have probably they still have team or players on the team from that national championship run. So I think just the experience is probably going to edge down a little bit. But I'm not expecting a, a huge score off of this first one. They'll probably keep it low. I think probably maybe they'll reach 70, uh, but nonetheless, probably going to go to the Cavaliers. All right, um, I'll you know I'll spill the beans. I think I, the Bobcats can win this game, and I think it's going to be. One of those games that's going to be interesting. I, I see I see you, Barrett. I know I, I know Virginia's defense is very stout. The only the thing that has I have a little bit of problem with with the Cavaliers is they've had some games where they flat out not come ready to play. Gonzaga and Florida State being two really notable ones. They really struggled in those games scoring. And Ohio's got this kid, uh, t- this man, Jason Preston. This guy is a fantastic player. He has a John Morant-type impact for this Ohio team. They are number six in assists in the in the country. Ohio can get out and run. Preston's a phenomenal player, but he can share it. I think that that will make to a similar game to what we saw two years ago between Murray State and Marquette. I think this could be a game that Ohio can sneak out and pull shocker in the round of 64. I mean, anything is possible. This is March. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. there's yeah, there's been at least one... 20 or a number 13 seed that has beaten a four seed in like the last 25, 30 years in the tournament. Like there's always going to be one. And I could mm-hmm. see this one on paper as being one. I could see it I too, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it's enough to switch my pick, but yeah, I, I feel, I feel like the UC Santa Barbara pick is a lot easier than the Ohio pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is going to be, I think one that of the, makes more I feel sense. like this is probably going to be one of the best, uh, 
a very a very good opening round game to watch if you're if you're kind of marking up which ones you're going to want to check out i think this one's going to be definitely one to kind of mark up yeah for sure uh next game moving on uh number six seed usc going to take on the winner of the first play-in game of this 2021 tournament with the 11 seed matchup of wichita state and drake um boys who do you have winning number one the play-in game and who will be then how will they do against usc I think Drake is going to sweep both for the main reason that they were kind of tiptoeing as well, kind of in the top 25. Um, I haven't really seen Wichita State too much throughout the whole year. Um, but, you know, I think this is going to be one of the ones where it's another upset game because, uh, you know, 6 and 11, those are those are kind of more just all those all these kind of rankings all come down to just like the bad games they have near the start of the season or kind of in the middle. And I think these teams are going to be way more evenly matched. So I think Drake's going to sweep them both, um, especially since I, I don't know. I haven't seen UC, USC too much, but for the sake of uh, I want to see some upsets, that's I'm going to go with Drake. And, I, you know, I really want – I agree with you on the Drake is going to win the play-in game. But, um, I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard of Evan Mobley. He is their mm-hmm. – USC is their – that's their guy. That's their stud. You know, every team has their player. But – um man this is a this is a tough one um i I really i really think i'm gonna i'm gonna go with usc drake i think is gonna beat wichita state um i know that doesn't impact like our correctness of a bracket but i am gonna swing with usc i think just because of how good their front court's gonna be um despite either matchup of course if we see wichita state of old then maybe we'll have a concern with that if you're in the usc camp but i'm gonna still stick with usc yeah i think this is a tough one too i think for me i know whatever the playing game results is going to change my pick because i like usc much more against wichita than drake i think if drake wins the playing game I think that I would be rolling with Joe here. And that's actually what I'm going to do now that I'm thinking about it. I'm going to roll with Drake to go double down and beat USC and Wichita. And I think for a couple of reasons, I know Evan Mobley is a dynamic force. I think he's going to have a monster game regardless. Um, I think Wichita State would have a very, very tough time trying to outshoot a guy like Evan Mobley. I think he'd have a monster game inside. Uh, Drake, to me, is a lot of very, very gritty. And in the championship game, their conference championship game against Loyola Chicago, that game was very, very gritty. And they they hung around the entire game. And what really got to me is Drake can climb back in games if they're down. They did it against Loyola Chicago if they miss free throws, which they didn't do very much of, which is why the Ramblers went on to win that game. USC, not one of the greatest free throw shooters in the, the free throw shooting teams in the country. That alarms me if this game gets close, which I think it will that Drake can outplay them from the line if it gets in fouling situation. So I'm going to take the Drake Bulldogs in an upset. I'm seeing myself putting a lot of upsets here. I'm going to have to see how this plays out. But, I mean, it's, I mean, you, it's so easy to, it's so easy to not want to be like chalk. Cause like it's everyone knows. Cause chalk, so chalk isn't, yeah. Chalk, chalk isn't March Madness either because Chalk's like, boring. I mean, aren't you, don't you have okay, all well, chalk? Um, chalk right yeah. now. I just chose Drake. Oh, just Duke. Sorry. Yeah. Or not Duke. Drake. <laughs> Duke. He yeah. chose Duke. All yeah. right. Well, the Drake curse. I'm going off the gut. I'm going off the gut feeling. Oh, yeah. He's going off the gut feeling. What gut feeling. 
the right one. <laughs> tell me about you know what then. Tell me about East Washington. Tell me about them. What's your gut? Yeah, they don't have a chance. <laughs> all right. Oh no, we're all laughing. Tell, you can't tell me that you're taking Eastern Washington, but I am not taking okay, Eastern yeah, Washington. So I am I'm taking Kansas. Smart. Kansas. Yeah. Kansas was a really good team. They just didn't have a chance to play in their conference tournament because of COVID. Yeah, like I know that. I that's the same thing with Virginia. Like that's my thing that scares me. But like, as long as no one catches COVID, then we're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great, so, great, yeah. great inside joke. But uh, so, yeah, yeah, but transitioning to the Kansas East Washington game, I am gonna take Kansas. I think Kansas is a. Uh, a pretty solid team. They just got shut down by COVID, similar to what Michigan did. It just happened at the end of the year as opposed to the middle of the year. Yeah, I think this one's pretty, pretty self, pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Kansas is by far the better team out of so far. Uh, I mean, they're. I think Eastern Washington. I, if I remember reading the the power rankings correctly, they were third to last in the teams in the field. If that tells you enough, and they're a 14 seed, that's a problem. Uh, uh, moving on now to the next game, Oregon VCU, a classic 7-10 matchup. Boys, who, do we got the Ducks or do we got the Rams in this one? You go first, Barrick. I don't want to okay. be ridiculed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, don't yeah, sure. yeah, I don't want to be ridiculed. I don't want to be ridiculed. Yeah, Joe, just copy me. <laughs> Joe, I'm going to be taking Joe. I'm going to be taking VCU, and let me tell you why. VCU, whenever you see that team in there, this team is literally an upset machine. I think it's literally death taxes and vcu is either always a 10 seed playing the seven seed like i think if you look at the past four or five tournaments ever since i started following this maybe and maybe earlier than that vcu is always in that 10 spot or nine spot i it's it's just how it goes so I, i'm gonna take uh vcu i'm probably gonna be absolutely wrong as i am purely spinning a motion onto my mic right now um i'm gonna go with vcu oregon is a good team they are a pretty solid team but um I mean, they're not too far off when it comes to points per game. I mean, it, everything is fine, I, I feel like. Um, maybe the the only leg up you would have, the Ducks would have, is like a little bit uh, older and more experienced. But uh, nevertheless, I'm going to take this VCU team. That's the one thing with like these close matchups, especially where there's only about a, like a three-place difference. It, it, it's really just the experience of the teams, if they've been there before, and like just what they've been able to do, especially against teams uh, kind of in their in their conference. But Barrett, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow your oh, footsteps. Copy me. Gonna, yep. wow. uh, yeah. You might as well just wow. skip the whole episode at this point because I'm just gonna copy Barrett in every way. But um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna go with <laughs> No, not for content. <laughs> content wise that would be good. But I'm gonna go with the Rams mainly because I do want to see an upset and I wanna kinda spice up my bracket kinda early. So all right, that's completely fair. Um, I'll be the odd one out. I'll pick the Ducks. I, I'm glad you made up the point, Joe, about uh, um, experience. The The Ducks have a much more veteran aspect of a team. Um, I know they just lost to Oregon State in the Pac-12 tournament, but then again, Oregon State was the one that went out and won the Pac-12 tournament. So that gives me a little bit more confidence. They'd won 11 of their previous 12 in that game. And, I mean, Oregon, they we've we've seen them play play spoiler as a pretty low seed we saw it against uh two years ago they, they ended up going on pulling off the upset as a 12 seed and then up beating uc irvine to go take on virginia when they end up losing to as a national champion so i you know what i'll take the ducks i'll play contrarian uh number two iowa 
against number 15 Grand Canyon to finish out the West round of 64, boys. Do we have any Grand Canyon people out there? That's really the I, question. I don't think so. I mean, unless Barrett's going to pull out a crazy choice just to make me don't, feel bad. Don't make that face, any, Barrett. Don't make for, that face, Barrett. This make me feel don't bad for not face. picking any upsets. But, I mean, Luca Garza, I think, is going to be able to take over in this game. I don't think Grand Canyon has what it takes to kind of slow down that Iowa offense. But the one thing I am kind of interested in, I know we talked about this a little bit before, Brandon, is like how I was going to do when they meet the teams that like know what they're doing against that against that offense and really kind of lock up Luka Garza. We haven't seen him get locked up too much so far this year, but nonetheless, that's one thing I'm excited for uh, later on in this bracket. But I'm going to have to go with Iowa. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna swing with Iowa too. Uh, I think you're gonna have to look Copy at Mich- me. Wow. I mean, Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon, uh, best of luck. I know they're coached by Bryce Drew, who was the Valparaiso, like, on that championship team. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I'm going to go with Iowa. I think Iowa is a team that we've seen all year. They've played in the greatest conference in basketball right now, Big Ten, toughest conference. Uh, Luca Garza is a machine. I hope he wins player of the year. Like, he's been really good. I know Michigan has shut him down one time. Um, I believe Illinois shut shut them down or shut him down one time. So I mean, there's been times where Luca Garza has not looked like you know elite, but nevertheless, I mean, he's still gonna get his. So mm-hmm. um, unless Grand unless Grand Canyon and the refs like totally take Luca Garza out of there, you still have Bohannon and you still have Wisecamp. So I mean, these are just guys that you know these are guys have been around forever. It's like um, you, you know you can't. You can only you can't teach experience, you know. It's it's really tough. But nevertheless, I'm gonna go with Iowa. Yep. Uh Luca Garza, that backcourt be able to shoot the basketball. There's no question that this veteran Hawkeye team's ready for a run. And if they want it, this is the year to do so. So I would go with the Hawkeyes as well. Um now moving down the left side to the east bracket. Um, let's save some time here, boys. All in favor of Michigan, say aye. I, I yeah mean, I I mean this is coming from the guy who hesitated with the Gonzaga pick. <laughs> John, I'm talking about you. Okay, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm yep. good. Yeah, I'm good. Moving on to LSU and Saint Bonaventure. Yes, go blue. LSU Saint Bonaventure eight nine matchup. Who will take on our beloved Wolverines? Mm, this is a good one. <laughs> Of course, I, it's an eight nine. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be LSU. I think it's gonna be LSU. I think LSU looked very good. We just watched. Uh, I mean, well, in time perspective, I just watched before the selection show, uh, Alabama and LSU today, and that was a pretty wild game. That was a pretty electric mm-hmm. game. And I mean, for both Alabama and LSU to be in the same region sucks because we're gonna have to face one of them. You know, ultimately closer than the other. Uh, Alabama is on the other side of the bracket with the two seed, but I mean, LSU, you can make argue could be a better higher, a higher seed at this point, because I thought they were a very scrappy team. Um, I'm going to go with LSU. I don't know anything about St. Bonaventure. I know they can shoot the three ball, I believe. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're not hard to look into. Yeah, I I would agree. I'm going to go with LSU as well. The way they played in that SEC tournament, fantastic. I think they can keep that roll up. Plus, St. Bonaventure, fun fact, they've played in the um, they've played two Southern teams in the tournament before. Florida and Florida State didn't turn out so well for St. Bonaventure. 
Joe, are you going to go with the Bonnies? It's going to be a clean sweep for us, boys. I'm going to also All go right. with LSU. Just just based off their performance in that championship or against that game against Alabama, just because I think they'll be able to carry that over, and I don't know if uh, St. Bonaventure will be able to kind of compete with that. All right, moving down the line. This one I think is going to be a very interesting game. We got the – we got the five seed in Colorado against the number 12 seed Hoyas of Georgetown, who fellows probably shouldn't have made the tournament without their conference tournament run. They'd probably be off the board here, but thanks to a big East sweep, they're in the tournament. Is anybody riding the hot, right in the hot streak of the Hoyas? I am. You know, I am not. I'm not. Uh, I've, I was, ah, really you not. know, that's your joke. Okay, can, 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 can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Please. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Thank you for let it, conceding to me so I can finish my point here. I thought as soon as Mac McClung left Georgetown, I didn't really think that they were going to have a future in the tournament, at least for a couple more years. But I mean, hey, I'm wrong about that. I don't think that they're going to be able to, like you said, ride the hot streak at all. I'm going to have to go with Colorado, mainly because I just, I don't know if they'll just be able to keep up. But I could be wrong, though, because hot streaks around this time really, really can do some good stuff. So it, it could go 50-50, but I'm going to have to go with Colorado. Okay. I am gonna go with Colorado as well, but oh none of the gosh. points, none of the points that you oh made. Oh my Colorado, gosh. Colorado is one of the oldest teams technically to date in this bra- in this region, or I'm sorry, in this like whole tournament. So a very veteran team. Like I just spoke about, uh, like three picks ago about experience over everything. So uh, I think I'm gonna take this Colorado team. Uh, very veteran team, and uh, they also shoot the free throws at a very high clip. So uh, as a team, so I'm going to take Colorado. Sorry, uh, Mac McClung's alum or, you know, he, I know he's at Texas Tech now, but whatever. I don't even Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. All right. Yeah, I, this one's tough. I OK, if you are a you're a fan and you want a Cinderella story, roll with Georgetown. They're going to be the team to watch this year just because they've had a miraculous year. They are the fan favorite with the Coach Thompson story. That that storyline, if it wants to finish on a beautiful ending, then you're going to roll with Georgetown. I am going to roll with you boys, though, and I take Colorado, the Buffaloes. As much as they're, they a little, they sh- they, they're definitely concerning after watching their Pac-12 title game against Oregon State, they're still one of the best efficient offenses in the country. I think they can keep that up. I think they can just... I don't, I don't want to see Georgetown lose because this story is awesome. Just the fact that they came back and literally yesterday when they won the title was the anniversary of the the hiring of John Thompson. Absolutely beautiful uh, call from uh, Gus Johnson as well. But sadly, I'm going to have to go with Colorado. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see what happens um, next week. Moving on, four seed Florida State, 13 seed UNC Greensboro. Any upsets here, fellas? Uh, not for me. <laughs> okay. I mean, All right. Good talk. Good talk. All right. Hey, listen. We'll speak. Uh, listen for time. Ke- uh, Timekeeping purposes. That's fine. I will hit Florida State as well on my bracket. I don't think. I don't know anything about UNC Greensboro. I. I. I mean, I know they're the Spartans, and uh, they they're known for defense. But other than that, uh, you still have to put the ball in the basket if you want to win. Yeah, I think I think Florida State's going to be a team definitely watch out for in this bracket. I'll have them rolling as well. Uh, this one I think is probably one of the more interesting ones on the board. Six seed BYU playing arguably one of the craziest playing games we'll ever see, especially with televised media. Number eleven seed playing of Michigan State against UCLA. 
This game's crazy. Uh, once again, fellas, who's winning the playing game and then who will win against BYU? I kind of want to see Michigan State win the play-in game just for the possibility of a Michigan-Michigan State face-off. Um, but, okay, there, there's Barrett again. Give me the whole rolling <laughs> his eyes back and all that because he just, I don't know, you just can't understand my thought process. But I'm going to have to go with, I want Michigan State to win the playoff game, or play-in game, excuse me, but I don't think they'll be able to beat BYU, especially since later in the year they were kind of hot. They did lose to uh, Gonzaga, uh, which was which was tough. I think only by 10, though, so... It wasn't too bad, but I think BYU is going to be able to make it out of the first round. Okay, so I'm going to talk about a, uh, a very important issue when it comes to sports, and that is body clock. Um, the play-in location is going to come into here. We have a team that is basically on the East Coast. You could argue the very eastmost part of the Midwest, Michigan State versus a West Coast team in UCLA. Depending on where this is played and when this is played, could imagine uh, or could create the result of this playing game. Um, you know, for Homer purposes, I will just pick Michigan State since they are from the state, like home state. But I think this BYU team is actually better than a lot of people give credit for. I mean, yes, you've lost to Gonzaga, but I mean, there are other teams. Like, I feel like they've done a pretty decent job. Like, they've had to play. I think I think the stat was during the selection was like they played the most quadrant one games out of all any team um, in this in this bracket. So um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna roll with BYU though. Um, I could be wrong. Michigan State, you know, I, I I mean you're from the Big Ten, so you know how to play. But um, Michigan State has not looked like a team this year. I'm very surprised that they um, got in. I know Kentucky didn't make it, and I know Duke didn't make it solely because of you know covid but kentucky not being in here and michigan state uh you know still reclaiming its streak of 28 seasons in a row of being in this tournament uh, congrats but i think byu is going to end them uh pretty early here yeah i agree with that yeah yeah this one's this one's definitely tough for me just because i really want to see michigan state doing really well because i think that they're they're so hot right now that they could certainly make some noise in this tournament I, I okay. So BYU is a very good team. They're twenty and six. Take in mind, three of those losses came against Gonzaga, who's the number one team in the country. Uh, but if you take out those games, especially playing in that that Mountain West Conference, is it's good and it's bad. It's always been shaky. Like Utah State's been a shaky team. San Diego State, I think, is the best team of that conference, especially since they won the conference tournament. I'm not a huge BYU guy, and I think. This, this is another one where I see if UCLA wins, I'm going with BYU. But if Michigan State wins and they stay hot, I think that they can definitely make some noise. I'm going to take the double play in game champion, and I'm going to go with the Spartans mm. to sweep. It's crazy. But, hey, this is March. We sleep in May. So, anyway, Texas Longhorns, number three seed, taking on a Texas foreign matchup of Abilene Christian, who's winning this battle of the Long Star State. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Texas. I haven't really seen I haven't really seen too much of Texas really, and I haven't really heard too much of them. But I mean, a three a three seed facing off a fourteen seed just isn't enough based off of like ranking alone for me to make like the choice of an upset. So I have to go with Texas. Um, I am going to have to agree with Texas not only because of like the players they have, but they do have uh, a very good leader at the helm. Shaka Smart for mm -hmm. those who don't know. This is kind of a throwback to Wichita State, 
Uh, he was their former coach when they made the run. Uh, their are couple years of deep runs into the tournament. So um, I think Texas pulls out here pretty, pretty handedly. I think Shaka Smart is, uh, is still disciplined in this team. And uh, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they've only had, you know, they're 19 and seven, a couple losses to Tech. Um, you know, they've lost Oklahoma State once. So, uh, and they lost to Baylor. So, I mean, Baylor's mm-hmm. the one seed here in this tournament. Uh, I'm going to go with Texas. And uh, I don't think that's a shock. Uh, a 14 to three upset is not the most uh, common upset I think we see here in this tournament. But, I mean, you never know. It is March, but I'm going to still stick with uh, the chalk here these last two picks. Yeah, Shaka, I mean, we've seen the runs he made with Wichita State that you brought up. I mean, the hot stretch since the COVID pause that are 8 and 10 of their last 10, and they've they've been absolutely dominant, and they've played in pretty much, I think, would be the unanimous second-hardest division in college basketball this year in the Big 12. That's That division is absolutely stacked. I believe seven tournament teams. I mean, this, team's, this team looks really good. I think it was Clark Kellogg had them going all the way to the Final Four. I don't, that might be a little ambitious. We'll find out if I can agree with them, but I think Texas definitely will win this matchup. But next game up, this one I think will be very interesting. We got UConn against Maryland, 7-10. Who's winning? This one is like on paper. It's basically like dead even for like almost everything, but I'm going to probably have to go with Maryland just because I've seen them a little bit more in the season and play, facing off against Big Ten, they were kind of a not a huge threat, but there were some team some teams definitely had to watch out for them. So I'll probably have to go with them mainly because I mean I've just seen more of them, so I'm more confident with that pick. Okay, that's fair. Um this is this is a tough one, especially looking because there is such a disparity between games played. Um I mean Maryland's got to play its full season. Um you know, full, I put full in, in quotation marks, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I've seen Maryland play this year. They've done a pretty good job. I think I'm going to go with Maryland here, but I would not be surprised. Like, I know it's, it's a seven ten, so it's a chalk kind of scenario, but I'm going to go with Maryland just because I've seen them play. Like you mentioned, Joe, we've seen them. Plus they come from the big 10. Um, I, I definitely think the big 10 has, has been a very strong conference this year. Um, I'll go with Maryland, but I will not be surprised if RJ Cole and company come out here and, and shock us kind of, even though they are the higher seed, I feel like Maryland is a better team on paper. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I think I'm a little bit higher on, on UConn than a lot of other people are. I think that they're, um, I think they're a good team. I don't think they're a great team. Like I think it, I, I'm going to pick them to win this game, but then ultimately fall to, uh, the next game on our list, whoever wins. So. Uh, I think that UConn's a good team. Um, they haven't quite shown that they can beat some teams. I mean, they've kind of struggled in the top 25. They're 0-4, which gives me a little bit on Merrill, give me a little bit of edge on Maryland. But um, frankly, I'll say that there's a little bit of um, what's the word? Disgruntledness with Maryland right now as a Michigan fan. So that might come into my pick a little bit. Plus, I need I I looking at some other uh, seven tens on the board. I think I'm I like some of the other tens better than Maryland. So, frankly, I'm just going to go with UConn and move on. Uh, number we'll save time here. Number two, Alabama, fifteen, Iona. Any objections to Alabama? Um, do you know who's coaching Iona? Okay, do you really want to pick Patino over Alabama? 
I mean, sheesh. they only have Isaiah Ross is what I'm looking at here. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, okay. I mean, I, listen, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Iona upsets Alabama. Patino always pulls a wins out of his butt, especially in these early rounds here. Like, <laughs> uh, I guess that's it, true. It's just how it, whatever. It, no, it has, uh, Alabama it is. All right. Moving on to the South. Uh, once again, Baylor Hartford. Baylor, say I. What? <laughs> Excuse me, fellas? You need to stop that right now. You need to stop. You're really taking Hartford against the number two team in the country? No. Nope. Okay, thank <laughs> no. you. To save could time, see number UNBC. I don't know. Oh, my good. If any number ones, I'll be honest, if any 116 teams losing, it's probably going to be Michigan. Just saying. Anyway, North Carolina, Wisconsin, eight seed versus nine seed. Who's winning this one? I got Wisconsin yes, solely because say, of the strength of schedule they've had to play this year. But you know, I'm gonna follow in Barrett's footsteps. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude, like the big like North Carolina, like they no, yeah, into the North, yeah, they barely made it in. I don't think yeah, they were Wisconsin. The only reason Wisconsin's nine is because they had to literally get the crap kicked out of them this whole year because they were. Yeah, because they're in arguably the best – well, not arguably the best conference. The in best. College basketball this year. B1G. Yeah, you know what? I like your guys' analysis. I'll go with Wisconsin. Plus, I, I also need a nine seed. So, I'll go with Wisconsin to beat North Carolina. I do like the how the Tar Heels are playing very hot right now. But since they didn't win the ACC tournament, it scares me a little bit. Uh, next one, Villanova against Winthrop, 5 versus 12 seed. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, this one – this one <laughs> – well, because, like, when I was looking at – <laughs> you always laugh at me, Barrett, and it just yeah, makes you feel so much. You, you came in there and you were like, someone's conviction. You're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, hey, I, I don't know. I, listen, if you no, don't have anything to, wait, if you don't have anything to say, I will say I might, I am very considering, I'm considering picking Winthrop solely because Villanova lost their Connor Gillespie, who, if everyone knows, like won a national championship, yada, yada, yada. He's, Probably thinks he's, you know, cooler. He's probably thinks he's, you know, all that in a bag of chips. But he's not with him. He lost his knee. His knee's gone. It's not with him anymore. I am gonna pick Winthrop, and I'm probably gonna be wrong. But I mean, they have. Oh, wait, I'm, hold on. I'm looking at the, the scouting report here. Let me end quote here. Uh, Winthrop is led by an unorthodox seven foot six point guard, Chandler. Baldron, who has three triple doubles this season. Yes. And wait, 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 six, wait, 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 wait. What'd yes. you say? Seven six? Seven six point guard and a six foot nine, two hundred seventy five pound. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. Baldron is six seven, not seven six. <laughs> yeah, six seven. I'm dyslexic. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah six seven though. Six seven at the point guard is ridiculous. Yes. Matchup college, nightmare. Yeah. Matchup nightmare. That's ridiculous. Matchup nightmare. I'm picking Winthrop. It'll be maybe the first 12. Well, I did pick Santa Barbara. Yikes. This is upset city. Nah, we're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, I'm going to go Winthrop. Sorry to take up all the time. Go ahead, boys. Yeah, before you before you cut me off, oh. I was gonna go. Oh, sorry, Brandon. I'll have to cut you off like Barrett did to me. But, Actually, um... Joe, I'm gonna cut you off again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. I was thinking about you know making a making a chance to have this be an upset, but I think I'm gonna go. Oh, this one's so tough because like oh, Winthrop he's rethinking. Just does have I just don't wanna. 
I just don't want our fans to think that I'm just copying you, Barrett. But you know, dude, I mean, it's a good guy to copy. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm gonna have to go Winthrop. Just have, oh you, you, my goodness! Is Whoa. it a clean sweep? Is it a clean sweep, Brandon? Dude, this one I had. I wanted to really go first and break the ice with this one. I am. I can. really. You need to tell me to stop talking. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, when you, you guys were going at it, I just let it go because this is great airtime. Let me tell you what. No, I I love this matchup. When I saw this on the selection board, I knew immediately I'm taking Winthrop over Villanova. Villanova is depleted, guys. I know their name is high, but without Gillespie, they had another injury to one of their star players. Can't remember the name off the top of his head. He's not 100% yet, and Winthrop's a good team. The only thing that they're missing really has been good competition this year just because they've really they they're ranked 85 in BPI but don't forget they're 23 and 1. They've taken care of business. They really do well on the boards. Chandler Baldwin top player in the nation really, not necessarily the top player but one of the best, just underrated because of the conference that they're in in the Big South. They play fast-paced. I like this Winthrop team. I watched a little bit of them. They absolutely dominated that Big South Championship game and I love what I'm seeing, especially going into take on a depleted team like Villanova. I will roll with the Eagles as well. That's an interesting clean sweep there. I'm surprised. Uh, do we got a clean sweep for North Texas? Upsetting number four, Purdue. Mm, if I North don't Texas, think so. If North Texas was playing anyone else, I, I think they might have a chance because the team has done pretty decent this year defensively. But, I mean, just looking at the splits, uh, unfortunately, Purdue is a very solid team. And mm-hmm. we'll probably eat North Texas uh, for lunch. So Purdue, it is. Um, I don't think we have any disparages on this. Yeah, boiler up. Yeah, I gotta go oh, Purdue as aren't well. You a Michigan? Aren't you a Michigan fan? Oh, I have cousins oh. that go to Purdue. I have cousins that go to Purdue. Okay, I guess that's fair. Uh, moving flex, on. Okay. Texas Tech against Utah State, six versus eleven. Red Raiders against it's Aggies, right? Yeah, Aggies. Mm-hmm. Utah State Aggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who do we whack, boys? Do we got Mac McClung in this one? I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, yeah, I like Mac McClung. Yeah, I, th- I think this I th- Utah State was a. I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt, but Utah State no, was uh Utah State was like a team that like the selection people were like confused that they were even like in the 11 spot. Yeah, like they were confused that they weren't gonna be put into a play in game. So I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if they were just so much better than Drake and Wichita. No, they and, were like, oh, you know, like this is crazy. But I mean, I don't know. I I think I think Utah State is curious that they're there, but I think Texas Tech is going to take care of business. I think Mac McClung has done a really good job this year. Yeah, I I I totally agree. Utah State not in a playing game that doesn't make any sense to me. I think Michigan State right now is playing better. I think Drake has a better overall resume. I you could make the argument for Wichita State and UCLA too. Uh, I think Utah State probably should have been one of the last four in for sure. But in the end, that the, the selection committee must have just liked the Aggies. But, Joe, are you rolling with Mac McClung? Because I know you're a Mac McClung guy. Yeah, I do like Mac McClung. I, I, I'll, okay. have to, I'll have to run with the Red Raiders. All right. This next one, boys, I think is going to be, oh, my goodness. This is going to be a track meet. Let's just say that. Number three, Arkansas against number 14, Colgate. Two of the top five countries' offensive teams. Boy, this is this is going to be nuts. 86 points per game from Colgate, 82 from Arkansas. <laughs> this one might hit 100. I don't I don't know. This might be just bonkers. Uh, I'll start off and say I'm going to go with the Razorbacks as much as I want to pick uh, the team with toothpaste. I'm just kidding. I won't say that. Uh, I, I like Arkansas better. I think they're a good team. I think they're underrated. I think they'll move on. Yeah, it's, I yeah. 
So you, oh. you can go ahead, Barry. Go ahead. Bear. I'm oh. sorry. Oh. Oh. I, there's oh. just a little bit of delay. I'm sorry. You know, to, blame like, it on the voice off. chat. Blame it on the voice chat. I was chat. trying to cut it off for the recording. Okay. I, yes. I'm make it short. Going with the Razorbacks. I hope this does go to like. I mean, if you are into the betting, which I may or may not be, I would definitely take the <laughs> over in this game because uh, it's, it's, it's legal now going, in Michigan. It's legal. Yeah, what, it's the, Michigan. what do you That's think true. the it's, What do you think the line is? Oh, it'll probably be like plus. I, no, it probably won't be plus two something, but like it'll probably be like plus. I mean, dude, if imagine this, both these teams score like one ninety, so like the, maybe the lines like at one seventy five or something like that. The overall uh, one seventy five, yeah. like that. That's a ton. Uh, I'm picking Arkansas though. Uh, I think they're way they're way better at defense, but like maybe they don't have to worry about it if they're just gonna keep shooting threes left and right over this Colgate team. But yet again, yeah, Colgate doesn't play defense either. They just fill it up. I think you could see two eighties out of these two teams. Yeah. Um, Without a doubt, I'm gonna go with Colgate. Ooh, you know, okay. Or, you know, mix okay. It up a bit. Okay. The main, the only reason I think that, well, Colgate, obviously, I think they, I think have like almost 10 percent more or better of a three point average than uh, Arkansas does. That doesn't mean I mean, like you said, they're the two, some of the two, uh, two of the top five uh, best offensive like production teams in the country right now, but like. If Colgate can get that going and get it going early and then just kind of stay hot or periodically stay hot throughout the game, I think that's going to really bode well for them. And I just, but that's the thing also, just Arkansas, though, just if they just play any sort of defense or just mess that up. But I'm going to stick with the upset. I'm going to have to go with Colgate. It's going to be close. It's going to be really high scoring. I'm definitely going to be watching out for this one uh, come, come, when it, uh, come TV time. I like that pick. I like it. Next one, seven-seeded Florida against number 10-seed Virginia Tech. This one's interesting. Both teams in the 30s in BPI, both teams with nine conference wins, both teams score in the 70s and allow points in the 60s. This one's going to be very interesting, boys. Who do You got the Gators or the Hokies? I am I'm going to go with uh, Virginia Tech. Um, I don't know if everyone knows, like, Florida, Florida. Wait, Florida was the team that had the guy pass out, right? Like that was yep, their best Keontae player. Johnson. Yeah. yeah, Keontae Johnson. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go with I don't think he's like he's obviously not with them, right? Like he's still I think he's oh no, he's out you know, I, I think he's still I think he's playing now. Is he? Is he? No, he's yeah. not. There's no Yeah, he's All played right, the last know, four games. All right, I'm looking at Virginia Tech. I don't believe that. I'm going to Virginia. Right. I'm going with Virginia Tech. You can keep. I'm. I'm agree with you too, Bear. I'm gonna go with the Virginia Tech. I like the way. I mean, they've just been playing pretty solid throughout the season. I mean, this is. Another one of those very close games that could go either way. But I don't know. Gators just aren't doing it for me this year, so I'll have to go Hokies. Yes, I will go Hokies as well. I think that their team is going to – I think they're going to do well. They've won five of their last – or they've really not had the playing time because of COVID. Uh, but I think that they can. I think they could still figure it out. They've they've beaten teams like Virginia and Villanova. I think they can get to that point again. Uh, they just can't slip up. They just got to find it over these next four days for sure. Um, any objections to Ohio State over Oral Roberts? Going once, going twice. Whoa, Oral Roberts! So a team that you really cannot count on. I'm just kidding. No, I, I don't think they definitely they definitely scored more, but they don't have a solid win save their life. Like, yeah, and they don't play defense very well. No, not yes. at all. But they they do shoot the three ball. That is, true. I'm not kidding. They shoot the I, three ball. I know. I'm not flustered though. All right. Yeah, me either. <laughs> all right. Uh, the moving on now to the last region, Midwest, Illinois, the Fighting Illini. Boy, those that team's played very well. Uh, they got Drexel in the first round. Um, I'm going with the Fighting Illini. Shouldn't be close. Thirty points. Yeah. Same. 
Same. Yeah, that I mean, sorry, the Drexel Dragons are I think the one of the announcers on the selection show was like, Yeah, the dragons are gonna have to probably have a really short trip here to the tournament. I was like, Can I even say that on air? Like yeah. just absolutely smashing them on national Ouch. uh television. Yeah. Fighting the line I have I'm glad they won their, their tournament. I thought they were a pretty decent team this year, so um yeah. Yeah, I think actually, I think Drexel was actually rated higher than some of the 15 seeds, which was very interesting. But mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, I think they're going to go home early as well. Uh, moving on to the next game. Ooh, this one is going to be, oh boy, Loyola Chicago, everybody's fans' favorite team, going up against Georgia Tech, 8-9 seed matchup. Boys, who do we got in this one? Um, I'm going to go with Loyola Chicago. Um, they're a higher seed than what they were um, during their miracle run. Uh, what was it two years ago or last March Madness that we had, right? Uh, two years ago, got canceled. Yeah, so, remember yeah, COVID? Oh well, yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Last one that we had. Okay, well, okay. Self esteem is just taking a hit. This one. No, I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> but you know, Georgia Tech. I if I'm not, they went on a little bit of a run, right? But they're still just not as they kind of gotten in. They had kind of a a miracle run themselves for their conference. Brandon, don't say anything. Let Joe make his decision, and then I will absolutely <laughs> smash him when we when I come to my selection. Like I said, self-esteem can't get any lower this show, but I'm going to have to go with Loyola <laughs> Chicago. Ooh, and Joe, I can't believe you made that decision. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I was toying the idea of picking Loyola Chicago. Of course, like they're finally favored in a tournament matchup in the first round, but uh, I am actually going to take Georgia Tech. They beat Florida State, who's the four seed. Uh, plus, you're right, Joe. They did go on a run, and uh, with that, I think they're going to continue to ride the wave. Of course, well, Chicago has played pretty good defense throughout this uh, year, but uh, what point does the level of competition come into play? That is kind of the question. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still going to go with Georgia Tech. Yeah, but will Sister Jean be there? That's the real question. <laughs> no, she, isn't she is she dead? I no. don't think so. No, we looked this no. up on an episode. She's not dead. No, she's not. Wow, Barry, like, just disrespectful. I don't man. know. Is Sister Jean dead? You're disrespecting oh, no. Sister she's Jean. 101? Yeah. Oh, disrespecting no. Sister she's Jean. You're disrespecting Joe. And that is why I'm Dude. that's not the only reason. I'm definitely going with the Ramblers. Are you kidding me? This team's defense is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Coach Moser has done a fantastic job. This team is one of the top in the country defensively number one in defensive points per game for a reason these guys play defense i witnessed it against drake in the title game this team's ready to roll again and well they've done it in march already so that gives me more talent i really do like what georgia tech brings but i think this is the wrong matchup for them so i'm gonna go with loyola chicago next one oh, volunteers okay wow. wait just to give an update i'm sorry just okay. to give an update she is alive so that is on yes. me for killing her but um, she is also trying to attend Indianapolis somehow. Oh, wow. Which I am not Why wouldn't sure. she? Why wouldn't she? I mean, she's, if she's 101. There. Let her, if she's 101, she's probably, at least she probably let her has die. Guest she's let her die there. I, yeah, but okay, Joe. Listen. Wow. I know. Let her, if she's going to like perish though, there wouldn't you want her to perish during the NCAA tournament? Wow, Bear. Well, Bear wants to kill Dude, Sister 101 Jean. One with COVID. Bear wants to kill Sister Jean. What? No, I'm not saying that. But like, you're telling me like she, I I would hope she qualified for the vaccine like like on a fast track so she can go and do this. Man, and I, I but that's not, I'm cool. not trying to kill her. I, I honestly thought she was dead. 
Oh my gosh! So I think it's best from come from Barrett. I think it's best for radio's sake to move on. But Tennessee against Oregon State. No, we want Sister Jean there. We're not. We, I I I can see your point, I, but I, I didn't say I didn't want her there. I yeah. thought she was. I did not think she was still with us. This is honest. Okay. Full transparency. Okay, Volunteers Beavers. Who we got? Five twelve matchup. Go ahead, Barrett. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um. Well. Hmm. Uh, I'll probably go with Tennessee here. I know Oregon State won out to get their thing, so they get the automatic bid, but I think the Vols have, have been pretty decent this year. I mean, the only two, you know, they're 18 and 8. Two of those losses coming with coming from Alabama, who is a very formidable opponent, opponent this year. I mean, they whooped Kansas by almost 20. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I don't think Oregon State's going to be able to hang with this Vols team. Good pick. I agree. Yeah. It's a clean sweep. I got to go with Tennessee, too. All right. I This is my personal game of this whole round that I'll be watching. I think it's I think it's going to be the greatest game. Oklahoma State against Liberty. Guys, I, am, I, I love what Liberty brings to the table. Like, this team's phenomenal. They're one of the best defensive teams, one of the best three-point shooting teams. They're very efficient. They can slow the pace down. I just I don't know if I can pick them over Oklahoma State and Kate Cunningham though. That's my problem. I can't I'm, either. I I gotta go with the Cowboys, and this this hurts. Now, if you look at the other four seeds on the board, if you look at Virginia, Florida State, and Purdue, I'm taking Liberty over any of those other four seeds. No question, no hesitation. What? Yes, that, that I'm not maybe, kidding. That's a, that's a this, this is this is the worst matchup I think that they could have drew out of the four seeds, and they got it because I, I mean this team's just something special. They've won without Cade Cunningham. I was going to say with him yeah. playing at the top, they're the best. I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys as well. Oklahoma State, you know, despite even having the top player in the NBA draft projected right now, I still think they don't even need them at some cases of as we've seen already this year. So. Um, picking Oklahoma State here, I think is going to be kind of a no-brainer. Now the Flames are a pretty decent team, but I just don't think there'd be enough to shock the tournament. Yeah, I will probably see like a couple like probably late game runs where the where Liberty will probably make a kind of make it close and kind of get our uh, hairs standing on their ends. But just the way the cards fall, I think just like you said, Brandon, if like they faced off anyone else, I think their chances were a little bit better. But uh, you just can't really bet against uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, they have they shoot. I mean, the Flames. Yeah, you're right. The Flames shoot forty percent behind the arc as a I team know. collectively, which is scary. I, know. Uh, it's I guess so only not you could say they they shoot in the upper seventies for free throws. But yeah, I I, I think that's just tough. Yeah, uh, tough the, draw. I mean, this is hard. Yeah, it is. I would not be. I will not be surprised if Liberty wins this game. I mean, they're top five in four categories, and they they've been then they've been able to win in fast-paced and slow-paced games, which I think will make this interesting. But for now, I'm going to go with OK State. Uh, it's number six seed, San Diego State against number 11, Syracuse. Ooh, this one's going to be interesting. I'm going to go with the Aztecs, though, just because I think that they're overall a better team. Not sold on Syracuse yet. They haven't shown me that they're quite to that level yet. And San Diego State, they've pounded the Mountain West Conference. I think they're a very good squad. I think that they can be able to shut down teams defensively. They've only allowed 60 points to opponents this year, uh, on average, not 60 points total. Oh my, oh my goodness, that'd be that'd be crazy. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Aztecs though, six over 11. 
I am going to follow in line with that. I think Syracuse gets in here not because of legacy school or whatever, but this is not the same Syracuse team that we've seen in mm-hmm. the past. Um, I mean, of course, every team has kind of been different throughout the years, but uh, I think, you know, ironically, it's it's Beheim's son that is playing, which yeah. is, is kind of cool. But um, I think the Aztecs are going to get it done here. Kawhi's going to come off the bench for him. Kawhi. And, uh, no, yeah, it'll probably, be, <laughs> it'll probably be pretty decent for him. But yeah, I love how you go... bring out the Kawhi reference. That was epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be great yeah, reference. He'll be here. He'll be here. Yeah, he'll be watching the game. He'll probably he'll, be. he'll flex a credential from his NBA. Yeah. So, I mean, he yeah. might. I don't. Well, no, it depends where this thing's at. It's in the Midwest. You never know. But yeah, yeah. would he travel part. all the way to Indy? Hey, if they're playing the Pacers, maybe though, you never right know. There. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Joe, are you going to the Aztecs? Or are you going to? Yeah, I'll follow suit with you, boys. All right, that's fair. Uh, number three rank West Virginia against number fourteen Morehead State. Two words: country roads. Two take more words, or three more words: take me home. Going with yep. the Mountaineers. Shout out to yep. Connor Perk. I'm rolling with his squad. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm all in on that. We can move on to the Clemson Rutgers. I think this will be more highly debated than than that one. <laughs> is it because it's good or is it bad? Um, because I, I think both teams are. I think both teams are really bad. <laughs> This is the this is the worst matchup I could have I could have yeah. ever I this is awful like I see other teams like Maryland would easily want both of these teams uh, I I guess I'm disrespecting Clemson a little bit too much and I'll take responsibility for that but uh, I will roll with Clemson though I, hey there I, I, that makes up for the negativity I'll give some positivity I'll go with the Tigers just because I'm not a big Rutgers guy watch the way they play not a huge fan they're kind of more individualized they kind of switch it up a little bit too much i like the tigers in this one in this colossally bad matchup really on paper it doesn't look great at all yeah i am gonna go with clemson as well i mean clemson has beaten alabama a two seed here got absolutely wrecked by virginia but they were able to to beat purdue and florida state this year so um, I think you could say that this Clemson team, it, despite playing in maybe a weaker conference, uh, as we know, with uh, Rutgers being in the Big Ten, but uh, congrats for Rutgers making it. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. a, a team somehow. That, some, yeah, you know, I was, I don't know why I was shocked because I knew there was going to be so many teams coming into the Big Ten, but I, I was kind of stunned. I think we, what do we have, nine bids from the Big Ten yep. or teams come in. So, yeah, um, that was interesting to me. But I mean, unfortunately, I think Rutgers is going to fall here. To this Clemson squad. Yeah, the only thing that I think is going to be the main difference is because they're pretty evenly bad uh, through basically the whole kind of stat line, except for free throws, is basically going to probably be the deciding factor if it comes down to like a close game near the end. Because Rutgers, I think, is like just above sixty percent, and I that's not always the most reliable thing to have, especially as a team average. But I'll have to go with Clemson as well. All right, pretty con- consensus there. Um, last one in the round of 64, Houston against Cleveland State. Anybody going to be bold enough to take Cleveland State over the number no, two seeded Cougars? No, Houston. I think Houston gets Houston's it done. Houston's going to take this one. Yeah, I think I think Cleveland State's one of the better two seeds out of the out of the or not number two seed, number fifteen seeds out of the yeah. group. I it's, just yeah, Houston's defense going to slow them down them way or, too much. It's either them or Iona really who could be yeah. Like, those squared off, you know, but that is not how the format works. So, and then yeah. I think we're going to re wrap around here to Gonzaga mm-hmm. and yep. Oklahoma. 
Yep. So um, I think what we can do is um, you guys can go through your round of 32 since we have different picks um, and just kind of run through who you got moving on to the, the sweet yeah, 16. Yeah, we can, we can yep. speed run this if you want yep. that way for um, time purposes. For mm-hmm. sure. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, the West, Gonzaga at number one, Gonzaga against number eight, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma's a good team. I, I think that they're, they've shown a little bit of, a little bit too much of inconsistencies, especially against tough teams. Gonzaga is not it, the toughest team in the country. I think Gonzaga wins there. Uh, Creighton against Ohio. Let me play Cinderella for you. I'll put the Bobcats in to take on Gonzaga. Creighton, I think, is a team that will squeak in by the hair. I don't like how they're looking right now. I think Ohio is going to play that storyline, just shocking team. They'll pull off the John Morant type vibe. And then we're going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Preston for years to come. Uh, Wichita State against Drake, uh, or Wichita State against Drake. Oh, oh, the the playing game of the 11 seed that will beat USC, in my opinion, will fall to Kansas. I think Kansas is a very good team. I don't know how far they're going to go, but they're definitely going to get to Sweet 16. They got the abilities, the fundamentals, and the talent. And then Oregon against Iowa. I think Iowa's, I think Iowa's, this is their year. They can actually make a run. They fell short plenty of times. I think this team's experienced. I think they're young. They're hungry. They're ready to go. Okay. I will run through mine real. I'll run through mine real quick. I had Gonzaga, Oklahoma. I picked Gonzaga. Um, I think that's just a pretty obvious. You're right. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma's been really inconsistent. Unless Reeves lights up the scoreboard and drops like a 50 burger. I I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I have you, you see Santa Barbara. Versus Virginia, um, I am very tempted to pick UC and Santa Barbara, but I'm gonna go with Virginia. Um, I just, am, I mean, I, you never know; it could happen. Uh, but the upset I am going am going to have is uh, I had uh, USC and Kansas. I'm gonna pick USC over Kansas. Oh, wow. uh, I think Mobley keeps it going, and then I had VCU versus Iowa, and then I had Iowa moving on. And that is my round of 32 for the West. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joe. I think we had pretty close to everything the same. I had Gonzaga, Oklahoma, Gonzaga taking that one. Uh, then in the uh, Sweet 16, they'll be taking out Virginia because I had Creighton uh, facing off against Virginia. Um, and then I had Drake uh, moving on uh, to play against Kansas. And then Kansas probably going to beat them. And then Iowa uh, going on to beat VCU. So. Yeah, pretty much the same thing, other than like the the round of thirty two or round of sixty four picks that we had. Yeah, I think pretty similar. Uh, moving on to the East, uh, one versus eight, Michigan LSU. I don't like this matchup on paper. I really, really don't. I think LSU's defensive ability can really slow us down. But I'm a homer, and homers got to root for their team. So I'm going to take Michigan to advance at least one more game. Uh, Colorado, Florida State. I think this game's going to be really tough, just because. Both teams have very good offenses, even though in the past they've had vice versa. I think the talent on Colorado is very tempting, but I got to go with the experience of Florida State. I think the Seminoles can really provide a defensive spark. I think that your offense can shoot the lights out and they can move on. Texas against projected MSU or whoever wins at the 11th seed over BYU. Uh, I got to go with the Longhorns just because I think Shaka Smart's got that team right where they want them. I think that that team's going to keep rolling. Uh, UConn, Alabama, UConn, eh, I can't do it. I'm going to go real tight on this one. Take Alabama. I think they're an underrated team. They just took care of LSU and there's a reason they're a two seed. They are phenomenal on the defensive side of the basketball. I think that slows down UConn and they'll move on to the sweet 16. 
for my East Quadrant? Um, so for mine, I had Michigan LSU. I think we all had a sweep on that. So I'm going to pick with Michigan. I think not uh, having to play this championship Sunday, having the time to adjust will allow this Michigan team to understand how to play with the absence of livers. Um, and then I had Colorado and Florida state. I am going to go with Colorado. Florida state right. has times uh, at times struggled to defend the three point ball. So um, Colorado, that's all they do kind of is shoot. Uh, for the most part, on the outside with the two experienced uh, point guards. So, I'm sorry, the guards. And then uh, I'm going to stick with your pick there. Shaka Smart It's going to get it done over BYU. Um, I know you had Michigan State, but I think uh, Shaka Smart, regardless, he knows how to play. He knows mm -hmm. how to win in these times, uh, types of tournaments. So, I think he'll get it done. And then I had Maryland and Alabama. Uh, Maryland, unless they do something freaky or Iona <laughs> gets beat, but I, I think Alabama is a really good team this mm -hmm. year and I, i'm gonna pick them so i have uh texas alabama and michigan and colorado in my sweet 16 for the east yeah nate Oates is definitely one of the coaching candidates of the year for good reason joe what do you got in the east to the sweet 16? uh you know clean street for michigan uh i think they're gonna top lsu they'll probably have a little bit of trouble because i have them facing off against florida state uh between the matchup between colorado and florida state uh um in the Sweet 16, excuse me. I have BYU over Texas. I'm just feeling wow, – Wow, like, all right. I, ha I just have a gut feeling that that's what's going to – it's just going to be a quick little upset alert. And then I got roll tide as well, uh, topping Maryland. So uh, going to be interesting. Yeah, if you got a feeling, go for it. That's what this March Madness is all about. Uh, my Sweet 16 for the South, uh, the Baylor Bears. Uh, I don't know if the Badgers can take on that team. I, I think Baylor's too good. I think that three – their three-point shooting – that's so tough to stop. Wisconsin's a good defensive team, but they're really good at winning gritty games. I don't know if they're going to be able to catch up with Baylor the way that they play. I think that's fantastic. I'm really tempted Winthrop against Purdue. I think Purdue is a – I think Winthrop's going to have trouble against Purdue with their length. I think – I know that they obviously have their six, seven point guard in Chandler Baldwin. And I, I know they have the size, but I think Travion Williams could have a big game here against Winthrop. I think they're a little bit, a little, just a little bit vulnerable on the inside. I think Purdue can take care of that. Texas Tech against Arkansas. I'm going to have the Razorbacks falling in this one to Texas Tech. Texas Tech knows how to beat good teams, especially in their area. They've beaten Texas. They've almost beaten West Virginia. They've, like, they're, they've been so close. They are due. They played very well against these former Big 12 teams. I think this is the time that they can get it together. Ohio State, Virginia Tech. I know Ohio State just lost State to Illinois. I watched that game. I still believe in EJ Liddell. If Dwayne Washington can get good looks and not take the first look he sees, I think they're going to be a much more efficient team, and I think the Buckeyes will move on to the Sweet 16. Um, so I had Baylor, Wisconsin. I'm going to pick Baylor. I don't think the Badgers get it done. I'm agreeing with you on that. Um, Winthrop and Purdue. I'm gonna pick Purdue. I think Purdue is just uh, a better, you know, stronger squad overall. Um, I am go with you again here with the Texas Tech pick. I think uh, with them being such a good defensive team and uh, having Mac McClung as their stud scorer, uh, the Razorbacks are gonna fall to Texas Tech. And then I have Ohio State. I had Ohio State and Virginia Tech, um, and the little upset between the seven and ten in the initial bracket or the initial game. Um, and I think Virginia Tech is going to lose to this Ohio State. Uh, yeah, if you if Washington plays as hot as he did in the Big Ten tournament, uh, this Ohio State team is actually super dangerous. And I hate mm -hmm. saying that 
as a Michigan fan. We don't want to say that. We don't I don't want to say that, that, but I mean they that Washington guy has become an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. And um I mean, we'll see how the game between hopefully we get to this point with Texas Tech and Ohio State, but uh that's what I have for the uh for the Sweet Sixteen on the south side. I think we got a clean sweep uh, for at least for this Sweet 16. So I have Baylor as well, Whoa. topping Wisconsin. Uh, I have Purdue over Winthrop. Don't think that they'll be able to kind of keep that Cinderella story going. I did have Colgate facing off against Texas Tech, but I don't think Colgate's going to be able to uh, match Texas Tech's uh, defensive ability. And I don't know if they'll be able to stay hot with that three-point shooting of theirs. And then I have Ohio State topping Virginia Tech. So my Sweet 16 is, uh, I think, the same as you guys. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I, I thought the South was – I thought the South was pretty straightforward. I mean, we, I mean, the yeah, only there's upset, not anything we, too crazy. There's nothing really crazy yeah. in there. No. Yeah. I think that, the, I think the Ohio state team, I I'm a big EJ Liddell fan, obviously with my, my go blue blood. I think it's hard to say that, but I like what he brings. I'm, I'm much more of a higher on EJ Liddell than I would be on Dwayne Washington, but I think both of them can make a big impact against Virginia tech. If they get there, this, the round of 32 uh, Midwest sweet 16, Guys, I'm super duper tempted. I'm not even joking. I'm looking at the Ramblers against Illinois. I could see this as a game, the Fighting Illini fumble against Loyola Chicago if they can't score. But I think in the end, the talent wins out. I think Kofi Coburn could have a monster day and kind of prevent that from happening. I'll take the Fighting Illini. That one could be very interesting if it plays out that way. Oklahoma State against Tennessee. Uh, I like what Tennessee brings. I think that they're a good team. I just don't think that they can pull it out against OK, against OK State. I think Oklahoma State's as hot as they need to be to make a legitimate run in this tournament. I think they got the, the tools around Kate Cunningham to do it. Uh, West Virginia against San Diego State. San Diego State temps. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the Mountaineers, though. Bob Huggins, that defense always comes alive in the tournament. We've heard press Virginia. They get in that scenario. How's San Diego State going to respond? Uh, they fumbled a couple games this year, even though they've been dominant. So I could see West Virginia winning that game, and I'll go with that. Uh, Clemson against Houston. Uh, I think Houston's a good defensive team. I think I'm going to roll with them as much as Clemson just pulling off a shocking upset is tempting. I'm going to go with Houston, which kind of stinks because I want an upset in this one. I just don't think I – th- I think if there's a seven seed that could make a Sweet 16 run in this tournament, I think it's going to just be a sneaky sneaky – UConn team, but I can't see. I think the matchup's just drawn not in their favor. So I'm going to have to put in Houston in the Sweet 16 as much as I don't want to go chalk in the Midwest bracket. So I did not have the Ramblers. I had Georgia Tech uh, beating the Ramblers, but I'm going to have the fight in the Illini beat Georgia Tech here. So they are going to move on. And then I actually have Tennessee beating Oklahoma State. Wow. Um, all right. I know that's probably the biggest upset I think we're going to have throughout this entire thing. Um, um, yeah, I just think Tennessee is a, a team of experience and they've done a pretty decent job this year. Um, you know, Oklahoma state, I am worried about Cade Cunningham being like consistent. I know we've seen mm-hmm. absolute brain fart, uh, of plays where he's messed up in late game. And I, I think maybe that'll come contribute, especially on the big stage here. So, uh, moving on to San Diego state and West Virginia, you mentioned huggy bear. He is going to have his defense cooking. Like he's had it, he's had it going. I feels like forever, like a whole decade. Uh, mm-hmm. of defense going for this West Virginia team. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have the Mountaineers Mountaineers move on. And then I think Houston gets a gift uh, with whoever they play, if it's Rutgers or Clemson, uh, and they're going to move on and they're going to be facing West Virginia in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I think West Virginia provides a definite 
definite barrier for teams on inside because they're absolutely dominant in the paint. Mm -hmm. Joe, go ahead with your Sweet 16 for the Midwest region. Um, I don't think Loyola Chicago is going to be able to have uh, that Cinderella run uh, like they did before. I think Illinois mm -hmm. is going to be able to top them. I have Oklahoma State topping Tennessee as well. Uh, so that's going to be – I'm excited for that Illinois-Oklahoma State game if that does happen. Mm -hmm. um, I have West Virginia topping San Diego State. Just don't know if they'll be able to – West Virginia has been really solid, so I don't know if San Diego State will be able to top them. And then Houston uh, topping Clemson. I just, Clemson, I just feel like, is not good enough to really hang with them. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. if they're if it's still a toss-up between Rutgers, I just don't know if they'll be able to have the same luck with Houston either. So uh, I think we have the same one, Brandon, uh, for Sweet 16 for that uh, region. I, I believe we do. Uh, moving on now, Sweet 16, we're moving on into uh, really the heart of Indianapolis at this point. I think this gets really interesting starting in the West. Um, I've got a Cinderella story of the Bobcats coming to an end at the hands of the Zags and Mark Few. I think this team's really good. They're electric. They're loaded. They're ready to go. I think they they just they might put a pounding on Ohio or on Ohio. I they might be able to get. I, I don't know. I think I frankly Ohio's luck if they get this far will run out against Mark Few's team. I think that that could end up pretty ugly. Kansas against Iowa. I do like Kansas in this game just a little bit on the inside with their size, but I think the shooting ability of Iowa. I think with Wieskamp, the McCaffreys. Garza can light it up from outside. He's pretty much the AP player of the year. I'm going to have the Hawkeyes moving on in this game. That's going to be tough, though, especially against a tough Kansas team. But I think Kansas at this point in the tournament gets shaky, even though on paper they're one of the best teams in the country in the, these tournaments every year. They tend to fall a lot before they get to the Final Four, and I think this will be a similar situation. Barrett, your West Sweet or Elite Eight. Um, so I have Gonzaga and Virginia. Um, I didn't have a Cinderella story like you, but I'm going to have the Zags move on. And then I had uh, USC versus Iowa, and Iowa is going to take care of business. I think they're just built for this run here. They have seniors. They have inside play. They have perimeter shooters that basically have green lights. So I just don't see unless foul trouble comes into play to take Garza out of there. Uh, out of the game, and then, I mean, you have Wieskamp and McCaffrey, maybe just all of a sudden just can't shoot. Um, that would be the reason they don't make it deep here, but I, I think they're going to be facing uh, Gonzaga in the near future here in the Elite Eight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, for me, I got Gonzaga facing against Virginia. I got the Zags going to the Elite Eight, uh, which they usually, they normally do go to the Elite Eight, but I don't really think they go much farther than that. I got Iowa topping Kansas. Basically for the same reason as you, uh, Bear. I just don't know, since they have so many factors that really provide their wins, even if Kansas does somehow shut down Luka Garza or just any other thing, one person is just going to fill that spot back up. So I don't know if they're going to really have too much. So uh, my Elite Eight matchup is going to be Gonzaga-Iowa. Yeah, and if you need a tiebreaker, Iowa lost to Gonzaga by 11, Kansas lost to Gonzaga by 12. So there, there's your one-point tiebreaker if you need it. Uh, Sweet 16 in the East. Michigan against Florida State. I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my analyst face on. I'm sorry. This this is gonna be Florida State. I really want Michigan. I think if Livers doesn't play, this is a very very tough matchup. The Seminoles have the firepower to take on any team offensively, and they they really do a great job of rebounding the basketball on the offensive end. We struggle with that. We struggled with that, especially against Ohio State in key moments. That's a problem, and their interior defense is phenomenal. If we can't shoot the basketball and we have to resort to driving, especially against Ohio State when they're not falling, 
this really could be a long night for the Wolverines. I'm going to have to go Florida State, but of course I'll be rooting for the Wolverines to make it to the national championship. No question about it. Texas against Alabama. This is a tough one. I think this is finally it for Shaka Smart. He's going to break back to the vintage days with Wichita State and make it to the Elite Eight. I think they get it done against Alabama. I think Texas can play with anybody in the nation. I think if Andrews Jones can shoot off the dribble and Matt Coleman contribute, especially with his 30 points in the – my goodness, that's that was a bonkers game. If he can keep that going, Texas is in a great shape to be on a long run. I got Florida State and Texas in the Elite Eight. Okay, um, I will never, I will never say die. Like I will never, I cannot see Michigan. <laughs> I don't want to do now, it. Now wait, now wait. I do have Colorado beating Florida State. So if this okay. does happen, I think this is more realistic. Um, I'm gonna have Michigan beating Colorado, of course. Oh no, I like, I, I will agree. Michigan against Colorado, much better matchup than Florida much State. Better much matchup. better matchup. I am yeah. So Michigan's gonna be my first team there, and then I, uh, did you have Texas beating Alabama? I did. I did too, because I I think this I think Smart knows how to coach. Like he, does. he knows how to he knows how to bring his players. And I'm a big uh, proponent of Andrew Jones. Like I know they had a medical scare with him, uh, like last year, and that was kind of the, the story, like his coming out to like this whole to the nation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, or his introduction, if you will, not his coming out story, but like his introduction. Mm-hmm. So like I, I think uh, I think Texas is gonna take care of Alabama despite them having a phenomenal run this year. Yeah, Nate Oates has got that team in a great spot. I that'd yeah. be a that's that'll be a fun matchup. A really true coaching battle between Shaka Smart and Nate Oates. Uh Joe, your sweet 16 to Elite Eight in the East. Uh I had Michigan facing off against Florida State. Uh don't think Michigan's gonna be able to top that one. As much as oh, I hate to say, I'm gonna I'm in the same boat as you, Brandon, though. I'm really nah, hoping that I, I they hate do, that but, matchup. So you know, bad. To, basically just basing off without Jordan Liver or without Livers is just gonna be I almost said Jordan Poole. Uh, <laughs> No, that's uh, well, Houston. If we're, if we're playing yeah. Houston, I like wow, that. <laughs> yeah, but without livers, I don't know. It's 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 going to be tough. But I got Florida State going on to that. I had BYU upsetting Texas kind of back in this, uh, whatever it was, round of 32. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Um, so I'm going to have Alabama topping BYU. Don't think their Cinderella story is going to last too long. So I have in my Elite Eight, Florida State facing up against Alabama. All right. That is very fair. Going on to the South, Baylor and Purdue. I, I think Purdue's size will give Baylor a little bit of fits, but if they get hot, they they they're twenty two and two for a reason. They beat anybody. They beat Illinois. They beat Oklahoma State. They beat West Virginia. They beat Texas. They beat Texas Tech. They can beat anybody. And I would have loved to see that early season matchup that got canceled when they were supposed to play Gonzaga. Because that might prove that they are the number one team in the country if they beat the Zags. I'm gonna have them moving on against Purdue. I think Purdue is a they they're pretty, they got pretty hot for a little bit. They're they've kind of sizzled out a little bit. I can see something similar there. Texas Tech against Ohio State. I like the Buckeyes a lot when the the way they play and just that once again, I'm in my analyst face. I did not I did not say that as a Michigan fan. This is my this is Brandon Worth the analyst here. I like what Ohio State brings. I'm going to go crazy though. I'm going to go Texas Tech crazy story with Mac McClung. I think not that Mac McClung is going to win this game. I think Chris Beard is going to win this game. I think they're going to find a way to get Dwayne Washington in trouble. That defense can get very good. They've allowed 63 points on average to opponents. I know they've really played t- they played a little bit worse against top 25 teams, but this is a t- situation they've been in before. 
They've been in this situation two years ago, and they made the run to play Virginia in the national championship. I can see them getting into that veteran mindset and just adding Mac McClung gets the offensive firepower up. I'll put a six seed in the Elite Eight. That'll probably be my biggest upset in this bracket. Um, yeah, I don't think I can do that. Um, starting from the top, though, I have Purdue beating Baylor. Whoa. So, yeah, okay. I know. A little shocked. Hey. Hey, if oh, they can get if they can right. get inside, they can get they can cause some problems if they get the ball inside. Right, Javon Williams is a beast. Yes, Williams is a stud. I mean, I mean, Purdue has always been a team that's very scrappy. Um, I I think this is where the Big Ten is going to bleed through. Um, the, these like other conference teams. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Purdue, and then oh, I'm actually going to pick Ohio State over Texas Tech. I know. Uh, you talked about Chris Beer. I know, no, it's, I, I, know. I was kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I could see that Washington, going both ways. Right. Washington is so good. I mean, the inside game between the two big men, Liddell. Uh, I mean, I just suing has been really good. He seems to just make every three when he's contested. So I am going to go with Ohio State and Purdue in my elite eight on, on the uh, South side. All right. That's fair. I, I, um, I had Baylor Purdue, um, Baylor, obviously, I don't think Purdue has what it takes to beat Baylor. I think, I mean, they were kind of middle of the pack for Big Ten, and the Baylor is like number two, or not is like, but is number two in the country. So I don't know if they have what it takes to beat them. But I had Ohio State finish competence, Texas Tech. I have Texas Tech beating Ohio State. It's just another one of those gut feelings. I think it's going to be uh, a little bit of an upset. Just because I don't want to see Ohio, just because as a Michigan fan, I don't really want to see Ohio State get too far. That's um, a very fair point. That's very fair. I mean, I, I explain would, myself just because if I, that. if I if I didn't have my analyst face on, I would have went the same direction, Joe. I would. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, uh, I for my uh, elite, I got Baylor and Texas Tech. Fair. It's just like, man, what 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 am I doing working with these what guys? Is... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. Listen, it's all good to pick with emotion. I mean, that's part of it. No, it's fine. All right. Elite Eight to Final Four. This is where it gets really tough. Gonzaga against Iowa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we forgot the uh, Midwest. Didn't we? we forgot the Midwest. Oh, my fault. Brandon, wow, I'm Brandon, jumping ahead. Brandon. All right, Mid- wow. Midwest. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Illinois against Oklahoma State. As much as I would like to see a, an upset story of Mac McClung against Cade Cunningham, I can't do it without Illinois playing right now. I'll probably eat my words when they cool down. But for now, I would assume when Kofi Coburn take them over OK State. I think it's just one of those games where Oakley, you, you brought it up earlier, Barrett. Their, their inconsistencies at times will, will show up. I think that's a fair point there. West Virginia against Houston. I actually like the Mountaineers in this one. And I know that there's times where West Virginia has always seemed to be the team that we project to go a long ways and they don't make it that far. I think this is going to be a very interesting game. I'm not completely sold on Houston's offense yet. They, I know Houston beat Texas Tech. They beat Boise State, who is supposed to be a bubble team. I just really think that West Virginia's experience, especially playing these tough Big 12 teams, they almost beat Gonzaga. Don't forget that. So I think West Virginia just has... Just a just just a little tiny itch to get past Houston, despite their good defensive efforts. Uh, yeah, and it's like we're sharing uh, our screens because I have Illinois moving on, uh, of course, over Tennessee. Uh, Cade Cunningham falls a little bit earlier in my bracket, but 
Illinois does move on between um, the the Illinois and Tennessee game, and then I have West Virginia beating uh, Houston. I've always been a, a guy, a big proponent of, of defense, mm-hmm. and and I mean, Coach Huggy Bear has done an excellent job with defense the past uh, couple of years. So um, I'm going to have them facing off. Uh, West Virginia is being them uh, facing off Illinois. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that happens. We'll see what happens then. But, of course, it's a long way away. But uh, uh, you never know what could happen. Yeah. Uh, might as well copy and paste, boys, because I got the exact same thing. Wow. <laughs> there you wow. go. Going to be no, Illinois, fine. West Virginia. You know, great yep. minds think alike. That's what I always say. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Okay, now we can move on to our four final four teams. This is where it gets fun. This is where we're going to see just an electric atmosphere at Lucas Oil Stadium. But first, you got to get there and you got to get past the Elite Eight. Gonzaga against Iowa. Previous matchup, Gonzaga won by 11. And as much as I think the Hawkeyes can answer, unfortunately, this is where their luck's going to run out. I think Gonzaga is the team that can make a run and move on. I just have an, just a feeling about Iowa. They've played really good basketball. They've had good runs. We saw it at the beginning of the season. There's just a time where what do they do when they start missing? They have the green light. They can hit it. But if they don't hit it, what's the problem? Gonzaga's going to probably make them pay. And they they can play. I know Gonzaga's been... Best offensive team in the nation, 90 points a game, every yada, 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 yada. They are a good team that can slow you down and then bring up the tempo and transition. I think that's something we could see. Might tire Iowa out a little bit. I know their bench is a little deep. I just, I really want to pick Iowa in this situation, but I got to go with Gonzaga. But I could for sure eat my words because I think this game will go down to the wire, probably overtime, maybe two, three, maybe six overtimes. Who knows? This could be a fun one. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Iowa, so I'll just do it for you. I'm going to pick Iowa. I literally Gonzaga comes out here every year and makes a deep run. You know, Joe, you mentioned it. Oh, I've been in the elite eight forever. Well, they never make it past it. I think they, what is their best result was their runner up. I think. Yeah. They lost it. Never. Is it Carolina in 15? Yeah. And they're never going to get, I'm not going to say they're never going to get it done, but like, Maybe this is the year, like a weird year that they finally get it done. Of course, Gonzaga will win it, but I I think Iowa is just going to be too strong. Yeah, it's same thing for me. I I think Iowa's going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. I have them moving on as well. And I mean, Gonzaga just doesn't – they just have the reputation of like Elite Eight, maybe Final Four, and that's about it. Like there's rarely a time where they've kind of pushed through that. But like you said, Barrett, this could be the year that – they really make a change, and they finally get the job, the whole thing done. They win the last dance, so we'll see what actually happens. But I think I was going to be able to come in there with a chip on their shoulder, finally uh, give give Gonzaga a run for their money and show them uh, what real competition looks like. That's completely fair. I just I just have this thing about Iowa. I mean, I watched them play Michigan, and I watched them play some of these other big games, especially the Gonzaga game. That they just in Illinois, especially like. They they just uh, itch me a little bit, but I I respect the pick. I think if Iowa gets hot and they stay hot, there there could be an elite eight, final four bound team for sure. Uh, in the East, I got the four seed Seminoles against number three seed Longhorns of Texas. I uh, this is the part of me that's like, man, I could see like I'm looking ahead and I'm like, if I put Iowa or Gonzaga in the final four, I could see them beating either of these teams, whichever team wins that one. So really, this is a in my mind like who's gonna fall first in the 
final four. This, oh man, I don't like, I like this matchup just because like the offenses can get really surprisingly hot. I think what the Seminoles do on the boards could be the deciding factor in this one. I think I'm going to have to go with Florida State. Am I is am I sounding like I'm taking Florida State in this one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I know Barrett. You're going to probably say tick Texas, but and that okay. I'll go with the numbers. Number four seeds have won the last two meetings against three seeds: Michigan over Florida in 13. And Syracuse and Marquette also in 14. So, therefore, if I'm wrong, it's the numbers fault. Florida State. There, I just did uh, it. Yeah, that works. Um, <laughs> I have Michigan still in this, but I'm not going to take them. I, uh, I, I Listen, I know Aww. I probably should because it's no, no, never no. know. We as, we as fans understand without livers, this team's much different. We saw yes, yesterday. Yes. And or it's, Saturday. And we'll yeah. see. I mean, we'll see. But, um. I'm going to pick Texas. I know maybe I'm now regretting this because maybe Alabama could go make this run, but I think Texas uh, is built for it, but they're probably going to get thrashed when they have to go play Texas or Iowa. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pick Texas um, for the East. I have Florida state and Alabama facing off in this Lee. A I've chose Alabama for the main reason that, you know, they're the higher seed Florida state. I feel like they might, I mean, if if everything happens the way that my bracket has happened, coming off the win against Michigan, I don't know if they'll be. It's just like those things where they get a big win and then I don't, then usually teams just can't like continue that streak. So I think Alabama will go on to it. I don't know if they'll be able to beat Iowa in my Final Four, but that's what I have for my uh, Elite Eight. Okay, uh, moving on to the South, I have Baylor against Texas Tech. Uh, as much as the Red Raiders could shock the world, I think. The Bears are too strong. I think if Texas Tech gets to this point, it's going to be because they're scoring the basketball and they're getting it there. They really got a lot out of their guard play with Shannon Jr. and also Marcus Santos Silva as well on the inside. I think that those two can make it hard for Baylor. I I honestly like Baylor more than Gonzaga. And I think that Baylor is just going to be a little bit too much, especially under the pressure of getting to the final four where Baylor has had this pressure before and they've won big games, especially West Virginia, that game in overtime. I'm going to take the bears and we'll see who they're going to face off in my Midwest region. Okay. So I don't even have Baylor in this conversation, so I can't attribute to anything you just (laughs) talked about, but I have Purdue and Ohio state, but I'm going to take Ohio state as much as I don't want to say it. Like I have to, I have to just sit with facts because it's a good team. Like, Yes, uh, Michigan almost beat them in the Big Ten tournament without their number one player. But, I mean, if they get hot, like, I, there's just no stopping them. So, I'm going to pick uh, Ohio State over Purdue. Of course, that is banking on the Purdue upset from Baylor uh, in the previous round. But, I mean, again, you never know. I mean, you never know. It is March, and mm-hmm. I feel like I've I feel like I've picked a, an appropriate amount of upsets throughout this bracket. I mean, I mean, I just, I just think that's how it is. It's just what it's been these days. So, um, yeah, I'm picking Ohio State. Solid, okay, solid. Joe. I got uh, Baylor versus Texas Tech in my uh, Elite Eight matchup. I got Baylor uh, ending Texas Tech's Cinderella run. Um, I mean, it's pretty simple. Uh, Baylor, you know, they, they're probably just going to come in and play hot. So, I'm definitely looking forward to the this kind of final matchups here. 
for sure. I think that game would be very exciting, especially the fact both teams from the state of Texas. Midwest Final Four bid for me. It's going to be between Illinois and West Virginia. Uh, this one I really don't like because I think I think this game is going to be very – I think this is going to really come down to how West Virginia responds in the interior defensive category. I think Kofi Coburn is a stud. I think he can I think he can exploit this Mountaineer defense. How Coach Huggins does against this is going to be the factor, but I think Derek Culver can be a guy to match it. And as much as Illinois has been hot, like I here I think I think what's really holding me back is I picked the Mountaineers a couple of years ago and they fell way too early, so that's like just urging me like don't make that mistake twice. But then again, if they make it all the way and I had them on my board the entire year, I'm going to hate myself. So I'm going to go with the Mountaineers as much as I might be crazy. I'll go with Bob Huggins in West Virginia. You know, I'll just put the tie. I know, Barrett. I know. I see your face right there. I see it. I see it. I Trust me. I, I'm not as high in Illinois as probably you guys are. And that's just because I've seen their inconsistencies in person watching games. And that's just irks me. I know they've been playing hot. I, I could find a couple of reasons why Ohio State lost that game today as much more as Illinois won. I'm just going to go with West Virginia. I'll probably eat my words, but there's that. Well, the problem is, is that I've also picked West Virginia. Um, oh. <laughs> and I just like wanted to differ between the, the consensus between you and I. Joe, you good? Smacked your mic. You good? Yeah, my bad. My bad. Just had to itch my nose. My bad. Technical difficulty. Bless you. Um, and yeah, I'm picking West Virginia. So, I mean, there's just, there's only so much I can do to, to, I mean, Illinois, yes, they're going to be the one seed, but like Huggy Bear's been here before. Coach Huggins has been here before. Mm -hmm. Illinois has not. So, um, or at least this deep of a run. So I think West Virginia gets it done solely on experience. I think that's the main factor I've really been banking on this year. Um, and we'll see how it plays out here in this final four. But yeah, that's who I have for uh, the Midwest for whoever my team is going to the, the final four. Um, I got the Illinois West Virginia matchup. Uh, I got Illinois actually top in West Virginia there. That's be fair. Different from you boys. Uh, I, it's just one of those gut feelings again. That's one of the main thing about March Madness is basically just a lot of gut feelings. You got to throw judgment out the window most of the time. And that's kind of, it's going to be a close game, especially with, for these two teams, but Illinois, I think is going to top them. Yeah. I think Illinois, their guard play could prove really deadly, especially against the West Virginia team. Uh, final four boys, this one, these two, these are going to be very interesting matchups. I'm going to go in the, with the West, the, the West East matchup. I'm going to see how Florida State responds to the quickness if they try to slow it down. I think that their defense can be able to slow down Drew Timmy. I oh, I can see them slowing down <laughs> Drew Timmy, but then you got to worry about Corey Kispert and you got to worry about the man Jalen Suggs. I'm I'm going to eat my words. I'm going to guarantee mark this down. This will not happen. Gonzaga will make it to the final. I just don't – I think the way this bracket is set up, like if Iowa beats Gonzaga, I'd probably have Iowa running into Florida State and then possibly going the other way. But I think this will be a fair matchup either way. I'm going to go with Gonzaga to beat Florida State. But I will eat my words later. Uh, yeah, from the East and West, uh, for time purposes, as Joe has mentioned, he does have to leave in a very short amount of time. Um, I am going to pick 
Iowa is going to make it to the uh, national championship. Wow. I think Garza continues his campaign. I think they do. I think they have a pretty solid group there. I've been as much as I didn't want to see Iowa go this deep. I think they've got placed in a pretty decent bracket to where they can make it out here. I guess their only strongest test is really uh, if you kind of have to play USC that I have more Kansas and then Gonzaga, but I think they overcome that and they make it into the national championship. Um, yeah. Yeah. If not, this is the year for them to do it. I have Iowa as well going to the national championship because I mean, it's a tough bracket, but I think this is the year, especially with the guys that they have, especially with the success that they've had so far this season. If if it's not this year, I don't really see a, a kind of a time in the future when they do make it this far again. So really, it's now or never. Okay, I think that's. I think Iowa is a team to be. I think Iowa can certainly beat Gen, uh, Gonzaga, and I think they can certainly beat Florida State if that happens. So I I respect those picks. I really do. I think Florida State's just a team that you're going to see the true weaknesses when they get to this moment, and especially mm-hmm. under the big lights. Um, I mean, we saw it when they played Michigan. So, uh, South Midwest to go into the national championship, Baylor, West Virginia. We've seen this matchup before West Virginia lost this last one. So that's going to make me have them up. Just kidding. They're going to lose this one twice. Baylor's going to move on. And here's the bottom line to this. I can make a bunch of reasons why West Virginia can win this game. And I can make a bunch of reasons for Baylor win this game. I just want to have the college basketball fan base just ecstatic to see this matchup because in reality if there is a matchup we want to see all year it's Baylor Gonzaga and frankly for this podcast purpose I'm going to make this happen so everybody that's listening right now you're dreaming about this game and you're excited about this game and you can't wait till the championship to watch this game so see now look what I did I got I got you thinking about it and you're absolutely loving it. So I'm going to go with Baylor as much as I could see West Virginia winning this game um, in revenge. Yeah, so I, this is kind of where ours differs off. I have Ohio State and West Virginia. I actually have West Virginia continuing the defensive run uh, into the national championship. So my national championship looks like Iowa and West Virginia. So no one seed has made it. No one seed of my bracket is in the national championship. So it is a national championship bracket of two with Iowa and three West Virginia. Wow. Okay. I got the matchup of Baylor, Illinois, the two number one seeds. So that's where ours kind of differs up a little bit. Baylor or Barrett, but I have Baylor, (laughs) excuse me. I have Baylor going into national championship against Iowa. And then I have Baylor winning it all. Uh, I just, I don't, oh, know. I just wow. don't know if I will be able to, to top, but I think it's going to be close. I so I have my national championship pick. I have Iowa winning it. I think they're just, I mean, they're just, yeah. I think they're just too put together. Like, what's I, the score you have it on? Uh, seventy-five, eighty-one. Oh, we're kind of close. Wow. I had seventy-eight, seventy-two. So yeah, okay, that's I mean, fair. Yeah, so I'm going to submit this, and it says congratulations. Well done. Now, well will done. I make a homer bracket? Possibly. Oh, I'm course, definitely I mean, making at it, least four. It, it, of, course, of course, yeah. You give, you give 25 brackets. Seven or something like that. Yeah, it's not much madness. Uh, yeah. My my championship game, Lucas Oil Stadium, April 5th, who's going to be cutting down the nets and getting the confetti on the court? You know, I think we all know which one I want to pick going off of my previous picks on how much that I love the fact of balanced teams 
I like Gonzaga's offense. I think they're the most firepower offense in the country that we've ever seen. I flat out want Baylor to show the world how good they are. The only reason that they had a bump in the road is because they had the COVID uh, hiatus for a couple days. They're the, I think they're probably the second favorite for a reason. I mean, the number two team in the country. I think there's some other teams that you can put in there, but I think this could be a matchup that is just too tall of a task for Gonzaga to deal with on the defensive side. I think Jalen Suggs will have an absolute monster game, but I think the three-point shooting from Baylor and the aggressiveness on the inside and outside, offensively, defensively, would just be a little bit too much for Gonzaga. And I think Baylor will win the national championship. Of course, these aren't necessarily our, there are brackets. We're going to have about 10 brackets as everybody else does. So obviously these can go different ways, Mm -hmm. but out of all the teams in this field, guys, really quick, as we're wrapping up the show, what's one team that you have an eye on your radar going into this 2021 tournament? Um, I mean, it's definitely, and I hate to say this, it's, it's, it's definitely probably going to be the Ohio State team or yeah. or West Virginia. I mean, it's Ohio State or West Virginia because two, not under the radar per se, but uh, both teams like have, I mean, Ohio State's been sneaky good. I think they've been definitely overlooked by uh, the Michigan and the Iowa performance today or this year because um, both those two teams in the Big Ten. So like, though you probably would be a number one seed if you were any other in any other conference, um, I just think Michigan and Iowa overshadows uh, Ohio State's play this year. And they, I mean, they showed up for it in the Big Ten Championship, but just falling a little bit short. Yeah, those two teams are definitely going to be ones to watch. I'm I'm just super excited to get these games underway. Uh, starting with the playing games, it's going to be super exciting to watch. I love March Madness. Yeah, I love March Madness too. I think one team I'll have my eye on is definitely going to be your national champion, Barrett, the Hawkeyes. I think that is the team I'm going to be watching because I think that they can definitely – make some noise. And I think there's other teams. I want to see how Alabama and Arkansas do, because we don't see them here a lot. I think the SEC has been a little bit underrated this season. I think they're a very solid team, but I think that'll be interesting to watch. But thank you guys for tuning in to our Bracketology episode. Let us know how we did with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts even, or any other platform that you might be listening to this on. The nine that we're on. Yeah, the nine of the nine platforms, whatever one, let us know which one you're on and don't forget to subscribe and follow. Don't forget to follow us on social media as well for news on the podcast and other episodes coming out soon. But from us, from Bulldog Radio, Sports, Barrett Jones, Joe Nagy, Brandon Worth, we will see you next time. Take care, everybody.